All right, welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. So our guest today is um, Malaysian artists who have really have featured on the site before, Ahmad Fuad Osman. Um, besides being an artist, he is also the curator of a very successful exhibition known as Enrique de Malacca Memorable Memorial Project. Um, so the project was such a hit um, that we've asked him to come to the show and tell us everything about um, Enrique and why he decided to set up the whole exhibition. So um, without further ado, let's bring Fuad to the show and ask him everything that we, um, we'd like to know about this um, historical figure. Um, so um, hi Fuad, how are you today? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you, June, for having me today. Yes, good. and Junior, <laughs> thank you for joining us. No so um, let's dive right into the question. So this project is around, it's 2016, right? Around five years old, right? Started in 2016, but I must say that it's still ongoing because there are stuff that I'm still adding on until today. Just like a normal um, uh, memorial or a museum, you know, whenever you come across something that you feel fit in the collection, then... I keep on putting it, you know, there are things that I'm still um, looking for. Uh, yeah, it's still going on. Okay, great. So let's take it from the top. Who is this guy, Enrique? Okay, um, Enrique de Malacca. Uh, everyone knows Magellan, I'm sure, right? Ferdinand Magellan, who is very famous because uh, from, you know, his history, uh, we know that uh, Ferdinand Magellan was the first man to circumnavigate the world. But um, not many people um, remember or know that uh, Magellan actually died uh, in Mactan in, 19, uh, in 1521, 27 April uh, 1521. Uh, he died there without completing the whole 360 degrees of uh, circumnavigation. Um, and, uh, Enrique was actually his um, a slave or his personal assistant, you know, and um, he was uh, captured uh, in Malacca or captured or bought until today. We don't really sure, you know, um, but he was from uh, Malacca. That, that's why he was called en Enrique de Malacca. He is called uh, Enrique de Malacca. So after the fall of uh, Malacca, uh, in 1511, um, uh, Magellan took um, Enrique with him back to Portugal, and then um, uh, something happened, you know, between Magellan and his his um, king, and then um, he moved to Spain, and then from Spain in 1519 uh, they um, uh, made this uh, epic. Uh, voyage that's very famous, uh, Amada de Moluccas, uh, Amada de Molucca uh, voyage. You know, so uh, uh, that's that's Enrique that that, that uh, we know. He, he's he's from here. He's from uh, Nusantara, you know. Uh, but whether he's from uh, Sumatra or, or Maluku, uh, because. He's being the subject of counterclaim between these three countries up until today, you know, uh, between Malaysia, Indonesia, and Philippines. 
So this um, th these are the things that makes me interested to to go into this project. Yeah. Okay, so he's around uh, Malay. He's Malay, right? He's Malay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so um, without this exhibition, right? I must be very honest with you. I wouldn't have known who Enrique de Malaca okay. was, or you know, yeah. because um, we have not really learned about him in history, yeah. but. From past interviews I've read about you and this uh, topic, you said that you actually found out about him while in history class. Is that right? No, actually, I discovered him when uh, I was around, I think, 16 years old. You know, I, I discovered him through a, a small book. It's called Panglima Awang, um, written in 1957 and published in 1958. You know, um, it was my my mom's. Uh, small book collections so i read about 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 this uh, of course the the author changed his name you know uh, to localize it you know so he he, he named him uh, panglima awang you know so through this book i know the existence of uh, enrique de malacca but of course he he doesn't mention anything about about enrique de malacca just call him panglima awang but the story itself was based on uh, the uh, story of Enrique, the history of uh, Enrique. Uh, so for me, it, it, it left a very strong mark, you know, even though I was not an artist yet at that time because I, I was still in school at that time. But it stuck inside me, imagining that someone uh, from this part of the world uh, during that time, at the age of discovery, 15, uh, 16th century, uh, the possibility of uh, him um, being the first man to circumnavigate the world instead of Magellan himself and um, uh, Elcano, uh, because he was from here. And then they, they came, came back, you know, in, in 1519 to... Um, um, to this, this part of the world, Nusantara, and Magellan died, and he survived. That you know, this 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 thing, you know, possibly could make him the first man to circumnavigate uh, the, world. the world. But but because of he's a slave, he's a Malay, he's a, you know someone from this part of the world, you know, and the people who wrote history is, of course, from there, right? So yeah. these are the things that. Um, I found very interesting, you know, so when I first read that, it stuck in me, but uh, still um, nothing happened because, um, you know, I, I, did, I, I didn't involve in any, anything with arts uh, anymore at that time. But in 2005, I moved my studio. I was already practicing uh, artistia yeah, at that time. I moved my studio from uh, Kuala Lumpur to Malacca. So one of the main projects I wanted to delve into is this, because uh, now I'm right in Malacca. So one of the first things that you know, came up, you know, popped up into my mind again was this. But when I started, to do some research, uh, I thought, wow, this is going to be quite a big, big project. You know, I, I can't simply present him with just a, a, a piece of painting, 
you know, a few prints or you know, a sculpture of him. You know, it, it had to be more than that. So meaning that I need a lot of funding to do oh, that, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So the project just, just, you know, just stay there because I have, I'm waiting for the right moment and all that. So uh, until 2016, when I was approached by a curator of uh, Singapore Biennale, you know, to you know, they asked me if I had if my work had had something to do with uh, um, a Nusantara um, maritime history, you know. So at that time, I I don't have my my, my work have nothing to do with that um, at all at that time, yeah. But I told them that I do have something in mind that I've been I've been keeping for quite some time. Um, that really deals with um, the maritime history, not just in Santara, but the world, uh, you know, uh, maritime history. So I, I wrote them the, the proposal and uh, they accept my proposal and they commissioned me. So that's how it happened. You know, this, okay, this so whole project. Yeah. So how long were you working on it? Like basically like 10 years? Um, the idea started I, I, I had the idea to really work on this was, yeah, I, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe around, 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 around that, you know, it's, uh, of course, it's more than five years uh, is inside me. But then uh, in 2016, I, because of the time constraint, right, because we have, we have a time frame to, pro to produce because uh, we need to present it uh, in 2016. So um, I worked for it, I think, around uh, six months mm -hmm. to produce. So, um, uh, but of course, I, I, I work with um, a lot of uh, assistants with me, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I work in three, three countries at the time. I have to, to be in, in uh, Jakarta, I have to be in Maluku, and then I have to go to uh, Maktan, Cebu, then I come back here. Uh, Kuala Lumpur and then go back to my studio in Bali to to you know monitor all this production at one time you know so within um, yeah basically I think we work for five to six months to, to produce all these objects paintings uh, videos and prints uh, yeah okay so you mentioned right um, that in previous interview, you had this idea and it didn't want to leave you. It kept nudging you, like forcing you, like, okay, you have to do something, you have to do something. Do you think like um, you were like the chosen one to bring his story out to the world? Because nobody actually knows him. He's not in the Sajara at all. Like, you know, in our history books, right? In our school books, he's not not even a mention at all. I I, I can't say that I'm 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 the chosen one to produce this. Uh, it's just that my 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 interest is really big, you know, for for this project because, um, uh, like you said, it's stuck it's stuck in me, right? I have to do this. I have to do something about this, because um, yeah, because one of the things is that not many people knows about this this history. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a hidden history. Mm -hmm. So I need to highlight this again. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the, the advantage of uh, visual arts is that, you know. So we, as a visual artist, we, we can make 
things visible, right? Because we deal with with uh, objects, we, de we, we deal with um, uh, something that we we could we could see, we could experience uh, visually. So um, <clears throat> for for this project is 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 a history. So now um, we as an artist, we we have a freedom to reinterpret history visually. So with this, I think it's it's proven that. Uh, through these projects, a lot of people came to know him. You know, yeah. a lot of people also came to me and asking me a lot of questions uh, mm -hmm. about him because of, of this, because they can see. Mm -hmm. uh, even even um, uh, before this, they just heard, you know, mm -hmm. it, 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 it's, uh, it's different. Because mm -hmm. now you can see, even though it's, it's, a, it's a, uh, a mixture of... of um, of um, fictional, uh, and and it's it was based uh, from the real history, you know. So it, it's a mix. It's a mixture of history and fiction, but somehow um, I managed to attract people's attention uh, through this project because they can really see all those objects, or all, all the paintings, the people around it, Jalen and. You know, uh, and uh, the um, whatever that that happened, you know, between uh, in in uh, the voyage, you know. So uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's uh, very important uh, for an artist to take up this kind of uh, projects because uh, because of this we can visualize the things that. Um, because nowadays you, you you just imagine if people want want to read volumes of historical yeah, facts, yeah. you know. So I don't think this new generation, especially, they won't spend too much time yeah, <laughs> reading. Exactly. You know, everything is just visual, right? Now, yeah, they yeah. want you know very very uh, easily, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what? Tell me. Uh, how? Like, you know, I've been to Malacca and there's all this gravestone of Han, Han Tua, Han Kasturi. Mm. There's no gravestone of Enrique Malacca when he's actually from Malacca. Yeah. And then you said just now, right, you had to go to Jakarta, you had to go to Maluku, you had to go to so many places, right? Like, where do you start digging information about this guy when there's nothing? Like, you know, there's hardly anything to begin with. Yes. So yeah. how did you start? Like, where did you go first? Um... And also, right... Yeah. Does he have any descendants? Like any, um, or was he a single guy, and then he didn't have some any people, kids? Yeah, some people <laughs> claim. Some people claim that he have descendants. He do have descendants, but uh, it's still a, uh, a counterclaim because um, um, the uh, the claim a claim from from Malaysia um, said that he, after he, he came back. From uh, Maktan, after Magellan's death, he came back to um, because Malacca was, was at that time still under Portuguese. He cannot go back to Malacca, right? But he came back here, and then he ended up uh, joining the small community of um, uh, Minang, Minang Kabau people. You know, they settled in Negeri Sembilan. So he was supposed to 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 be in Negeri Sembilan. Uh, and um, his descendants supposed to be around Negeri Sembilan. They even have um, his his grave 
actually. You know, this one oh. historian, yeah, this one historian, she claimed that the, the grave that they, they discovered in uh, Negeri Sembilan Rambau a uh, few years ago was actually his, his uh, grave. But a lot of people, uh, you know, dispute. yeah, dispute this, this claim also. You know? And um, some people in, uh, uh, in Philippines, in Cebu, they also claim that after the death of uh, Magellan, uh, Enrique stayed on, stayed on, you know, you know, and get got married there and ha have family there. But until today, I still try to to get to get them to you know get me in contact with all these oh. this, uh, descendants. But <laughs> until today, they they cannot uh, you know prove they, it. Yeah, they cannot prove it. You know, okay. but but I'm I'm still I'm still open. You know. Yeah. To, okay. To tell me how you. Sorry, uh, to interrupt. How, how did you start finding information about this guy? Did you go on Google? Okay. Did you call the libraries? Um. First of all, of course, uh, I mentioned earlier, right? Um. I discovered him through this um, small book oh. called oh. Panglima Awang. That's mm -hmm. where uh, I came to know uh, about the story of Enrique de Malacca. Because um, this uh, author Harun Amin Rashid, he mentioned that uh, Panglima Awang was really based on a real history, you know, the history of Enrique de Malacca. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, from there, uh, I started my research, of course, uh, in uh, Malacca Museum, but they have they have nothing. <laughs> I was I was really excited you know, to go there. Of course, uh, expecting a lot of things, you know, from from uh, Malacca Museum, but they have nothing. They have nothing. That's one of the reason. Also, I I, I cannot um, push on my 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 project at that time, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, at that time, and um, and then when I started this project in 2016 the information is quite a lot already because the internet is already there right uh, i can browse i can google about about him and then of course i i went to um, uh, malaysian archive mm. and then um, there's a lot of um, documentation also you know the mm -hmm. portuguese uh, documentations in malaysian archive and then few other books and then uh, um, book from from other writers also, and um, yes, if if we are going straight to the story of Enrique de Malacca, I have to say that we don't have we don't have you know uh, the story of Enrique de Malacca hundred percent. But yeah. what I what I did is that uh, because uh, within those ten years uh, from fifteen eleven. When he started uh, his journey, his journey with Ferdinand um, Magellan, they were very close. He was very, very close uh, to Magellan. So wherever Magellan um, uh, went, and during that time, you know, between 1511 until 1521, until Magellan's death, uh, we could say that Enrique was always with him. So what I did was um, 
I just I just follow uh, you know Magellan. Magellan's uh, oh. story, Magellan's uh -huh. uh, history, Magellan's uh, voyage or whatever, right? So whenever uh, wherever Magellan's went, he was he was with him. So I just just follow through with him, and then. Uh, for the um, for the information about about him, uh, I can say that that's uh, it's much much easier today. Even though we cannot really prove, and it's, it's again it's a counterclaim, but it's still okay for me because my project is is not about trying to prove that he is a Malacca Malaccan, you know, whether he's from uh, Maluku. It, it's not that. It's not that you know. So mm -hmm. I I I just I just um, want to know. I just want to know about him. Whether yeah. you know he, he he's from where and where he ended. You know I'm I'm still open. And um, so um, is Mal Awang is is Awang his Malay name or given by the author? But of, what is his Panda. real Malay name? We don't know. know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Oh, There's okay. And one, how one, one of the questions that that I. I was seldom asked by the the audience, you know, because some some uh, Malay audience, of course, they wanted to retain his Malay name. You know, why did I call the museum of Panglima Awang? Oh, you know, the the, yeah. the project, the memorial of Panglima Awang. Why did I call it um, Enrique de Malacca? You know, I said Panglima Awang was, was it's not his his real name. It's a fictional name given by this author of uh, Panglima Awang. You know Harun Amin Rashid. Mm. Well, at least there's few documents um, we we can we can find a, a real name of of him, right? Enrique de Malacca, given by this um, author of uh, given oh. this author of few do, um, documents and uh, a journal by uh, like Antonio Pigafetta who followed the voyage also with Magellan. You know. So he mentioned Enrique de Malacca. So it's his his uh, name, you know. Even though it's it's um, Christian name, you know, it's Enrique. Yeah. But I I still have to use a real name. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So tell me, how did Magellan and Enrique become friends and become very close? Did Magellan come to Malacca and then they met, or or is that ah, too much? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's that's. One of the most interesting thing for me, you know, because you can see there they are very very uh, close, and Enrique was very special to Magellan until his last will and testament, Magellan's last will and testament, he mentioned Enrique's name, that whenever and wherever that he died, automatically um, Enrique will be free. And he even gave gave um, Enrique ten thousand maravedis, you know, uh, if he died, you know. So uh, when he died in Mactan on the twenty seventh April fifteen twenty one, so he automatically be a free man, you know, uh, Enrique. But this this close, very close relationship, I don't know why, but it kind of opened up. Some other possibility for me as an artist to reinterpret this situation, you know. So yeah. as as a as a Malay from from this part of the world, we have all this uh, charm. We have you know uh, 
uh, we, a mantra and all that, yeah. right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I I create, you know, I imagine, right? I imagine yeah. Enrique somehow had, you know, used mystic powers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so oh yeah. Had, so... <laughs> had used had used uh, this uh, talisman, this uh, he, you know, this uh, charm to somehow um, make, you know, Henry, uh, Magellan somehow, you know, uh, like him. you like him very yeah, much, Yeah, because you know? Magellan is Portuguese, right? Is it Portuguese? Yeah, Portuguese. Yes, yes. So yes. I would wonder they would have a communication breakdown because one will be speaking Portuguese, another yeah. one will be speaking Malay Kuno, and then like, how do they communicate, <laughs> you know? At first, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Um. This. Uh. What. Um. When my. Uh. Enrique was alive. Was it the same time as Hang Tua, Hang Le Kiu? Uh. From what I heard from 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 the the documentation and all that, you know, from some of the historian, Hang Tua was still around at that time, but he was already old. He was already around eighty years plus at that time, you know, while. Enrique, when when he was captured in fifteen uh, eleven, he was only around fifteen uh, sixteen years old. You know, according to uh, Magellan's uh, will, again, you know, he mentioned that in fifteen uh, nineteen, uh, when they started the journey, um, Enrique was already around twenty six twenty six mm. years old. So. Uh, within 10 years, you know, so in 1511, Enrique was around 16, 16 years old. Yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. so why do you think the, what are some of the interesting anecdotes you found about him? Did you find any proof that he had mystic powers? I don't, I don't have all that, you know, it's just that me as a, as a visual artist, you know, trying to... Um, 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 how do I say this? Eh? Um, because interpret him. Yeah, I have mm -hmm. I have to reinterpret re interpret him in such a way uh, that because if you look at the um, just for example eh, the the voyage itself for three years they undertook from fifteen nineteen to fifteen twenty one under until they reach um, uh, uh, Philippines. Yeah, it's not an easy voyage because it's a new route. They went through new route, you know. Uh, they went through the western route. Well, normally the uh, the the voyage uh, before that uh, from the Portuguese uh, mariners and all that, they will normally took the um, um, eastern route. Uh, but because uh, at one point Magellan left. Portugal uh, to Spain and he was supported by a Spanish king. You know, he cannot go through the Portuguese uh, route. So uh, he, he had to propose a new route. And because he, he was one of the first believers of the, the world is actually round, he believed that, you know, if the world is really round, you know, it's, it's the same. We can go right to the same point also if we go the other way around right mm, yep, yeah yeah so oh, uh, yeah. so sorry i <laughs> lost the no worries okay the, tell me like why um 
all of us, right? Like some Malaysians, okay, like if I'll be very honest, right? If it wasn't for your exhibition, I wouldn't have known about him. So why has Malaysian history erased him? It, it's not erased. It, it's there. It's there, but very small. Only, yeah, but why? Um, because it seems quite significant because he was a slave, um, slave boy yeah, and yeah. he um, went around the world. And I think somewhere you've mentioned that he could have been the first one before Christopher Columbus. Uh, who? Uh, Magellan. I mean, Magellan. sorry, after, Enrique after, could have... After, after, after Columbus. Crew, yeah, after after Columbus. Columbus. So the second person. Um, yeah, but, but different route. Different, different route. route yeah? And then okay. this is like, like a, a full, full circle, you know, um, mm -hmm. which, which was um, never been done before uh, Magellan, you know. Okay, so, and, but why was the, why is there very little mention about him in the history? Like, we know about I think, I think, I think one of the reasons is that not um, many, uh, not many documents, um, documented his name you know i mean um, he was a slave again i say you know, he was a yeah. slave you know so whenever we we talk about this uh, circumnavigation um the the history of circumnavigation and all that you know nobody talk about him at that time right mm. nobody talk about him so uh even for the for the local historian, um, I, I don't know. It, it's not. It's not many written um, yeah. article yeah. about him okay. uh, at that time. But 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 now, if you look, uh, if you Google about him, there's there's a lot. There's a lot already yeah. about him. You know. Thanks to you, lot. I think. Yeah. Thanks to you. Okay. <laughs> by one the way. <laughs> What was your your initial in intention of doing this? What did you expect to achieve from the exhibition? First of all, I wanted to know. I myself wanted to know about him more. Oh, you know, okay. yeah, yeah. I myself wanted to know more about him. So, in the process of uh, learning about him, why not? Why not? Because I'm 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 a visual artist. Why not? Mm. I compile all um, these materials. You know and represent it again visually, you know? So uh, instead of, of just me uh, learning about this uh, lost character, mm. and then why not? I represent it again, you know, to share it with, with the public, with the audience. So that, that's what I thought. Um, uh, in, instead of just uh, documenting in a proper way, Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. What's next in this exhibition? You said um, it's still ongoing, right? It's not yep. done. Yeah. Yeah. So what is next? Like after this, now it's COVID. You're stuck in KL. Um, and then <laughs> once COVID dies down and things go back to normal, hopefully. So are you planning to go on the road again? Because you've taken it to Sarja. You've taken yep. it to Singapore. This exhibition has brought you to a lot of places. Yeah, so what's next for it? Yeah, hope hopefully we can set sail again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we can go around again. And um, I mean, apart from just this uh, project, because for me, I think this project, um, not, not much anymore. If I'm adding on uh, to this uh, particular project, it's just few more things, you know? 
so um, I could just do it along the way, right? Mm -hmm. So um, uh, what I'm I'm looking for after this project, you know, because through this project, I discovered a lot more um, interesting uh, and uh, possible uh, projects, you know, that that oh. came out through this uh, Enrique project. You know, oh. so I can expand uh, more uh, projects just because of this. You know, so that's what I'm looking into now because uh, okay. there's also history of um, uh, Dutch VOC, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Dutch East India Company because this one is Portuguese and then after Portuguese, Dutch came, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and then um, from Dutch, we have a British came. So there, there's a lot more coming in mm. right so we can see the the history of southeast asia you know um but for me personally i uh, i'm going uh, deeper into the, uh, the history of southeast asia through this enrique project was it hard to stage this exhibition because you started when you started right you had nothing like basically no leads but then you look at you now but initially, was it hard to stage it? Um, yeah, because uh, first of all, the scale, the scale of it, is a, is a museum like. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm also trying, trying to retain the the scale and the and the value of the exhibit. You know, it cannot be simply exhibit anywhere, right? Because oh. it's supposed to be uh, in, in 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 a museum space, um, even if it's it's a temporary space, uh, we have to really look at the kind of space that we are going to. Because the the, the space itself um, will uh, enhance the work or it will kill the work, you know. Yeah. So that's that's just uh, the space itself. You know, not not considering the logistic of it, because I have now. I think when we pack for the show, I have now uh, around twenty three big crates already. So it's it's not easy. So we are talking, of course, about the costing also, right? Mm. <laughs> logistic and the the yeah everything. Okay, one final question. Okay, so. One anecdote that you can share to the listeners about Enrique that's not out there, but you discovered, and it's something new. Uh, what can I say? Eh? Anecdote. Um... Or maybe a thing that we didn't know about him, like like something that we didn't know about him. Was he tall? Was he handsome? We don't, we don't know. <laughs> the thing is, that's why I, re I, 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 I re reinterpret it myself. You know, the, the, the work is my version of him, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the work is okay. my version of him. So, um, if if it's an, an anecdote, um, really, I, I I don't know. I mean, uh, what yeah. about physical appearance? Was he um, like you know? Yeah. Um... Okay. For the physical appearance, uh, for for the Indonesian uh, historian, because they really believe strongly that he came from Maluku itself. The, the source of the spice yeah? and, and uh, if he came from Maluku and he was from Maluku and then uh, he went to Sumatra for a while and then from Sumatra and he moved to Malacca and from Malacca uh, Magellan uh, got him right and then uh, the historian 
the Indonesian historian believe that if he was from Maluku, his feature must have been like uh, a bit more like a Papua New Guinea look. Oh, okay. You know, more, okay. more like like a Australian Aborigines, uh, right? Uh, but okay. but for me, I have to I have to think of um, trying to free him a bit more in the sense of uh, I don't want to uh, locate him in just one uh, geographical reference, right? So if I choose to to present him like like a Papua New Guinea, we know already that he was, you know, from from that part of the world. But I wanted to retain the the interesting part of this counterclay between Malaysia, Indonesia, mm -hmm. and the Philippines. You know, so how do I present him uh, without without trying to 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 be up or to locate him, you know? being a, a Malaysian or a, a Filipino or Indonesian. So I have to choose the feature that could represent him, uh, that he could possibly came from, whether if you believe that he's from uh, Philippines, yes, my character, he could still be from Philippines, right? If he's oh. Malaysian, you know, my character could still be Malaysian. So if mm. he's from Indonesia, he still could be from, from Indonesia. So those are the things that I have to think, you know, how to present him. Um, and um, I think some of the challenges that, that I have to face during the production uh, period was, you know, that. Oh. But Nusantara those days was one big country, right? We didn't yeah. have Indonesia, Filipina. We were just yeah. like one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, cool. right. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So that is all the time that we have for today. We have been just been speaking to um, a very renowned Malaysian artist, Ahmad Fuad Osma.